Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is host Fortuan with uh, co-host Ace making a really weird face. What was that about? <laughs> I don't know. I just got a weird energy right now. So uh, we actually <laughs> just came back from uh, seeing uh, Venom. Let there be car- carnage. So oh. I thought you said let there be Carmen. I was like, hmm, Carmen. The only thing I can think of Where? is Starship Troopers. <gasps> Carmen. Where? Where? In the world is Carnage San Diego. Carnage San Diego. I love it. Uh, Carnage just wearing the floofy hat. Oh, man. And then it says that line, like, you're never going to catch me or whatever she says. And mm-hmm. just, like, dashes off into the distance. And instead um, of, like, normal clues, it's just, like, blood splatters that you have to follow across the world. Nice. Because it's Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just people, dead people, entrails. There you go. Um, Anyways, <laughs> and welcome back, Sasha. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm I'm not in as weird of an energy mood as Aces, but uh, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> okay, good. Maybe you guys have mellowed me out. Like I said, I've been a little frustrated today. Kids were great. Cleaning for three hours was not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh I was telling Ace when you got up, uh, Sasha, I bribed the kids and I bought them uh Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So they left me alone the whole time. That worked. I totally, totally understand that. I also have been bribing my child with Disney Plus. Um, we just got it in our house. It's been a few weeks and it's working like a charm for my free time. Yes. I yeah, free time free time is a rare resource for parents. It, it single or not <laughs> um so we are uh we're going to be talking about we're going to start off with some of the monster Hunter news that came out because we had the tokyo game show show off not a lot of information but we'll get a good a little bit into that and then uh, of course we're going to go into our topic of the week which we talked a little bit about last week but we weren't solid on it which was games we should have or could have liked um and we're going to tentatively do three each on that, um, but if we have some extra time, we we'll might do more. I have five written down myself, um, and then you know, however, however many we get to. So um, Tokyo Game Show, obviously, Sasha, you weren't paying attention to that, being a busy person. Um, I don't know of anything else that happened in Tokyo Game Show other than the Capcom thing. I actually caught it live. Well, while you guys talk about monster hunter i'll just i'll just look and see if there's anything that was important to me <laughs> uh i mean i, I don't enjoyed know what the, else happened uh, i enjoyed the concert elements that they brought into the presentation as well that was cool to see some of the live performances of the songs that they had in rise and i now kind of want to buy that uh i don't know what the instrument is called but the one where it's like the really the really wide pick that he's playing that, so let me tell you my experience watching this because I watched it with my brother and my dad who we were having a business meeting at the same time, which is just the three of us sitting around the living room discussing what we're going to do mm-hmm. with the trade show they're at. And um, this is the day before they were leaving because I think this is Wednesday this happened. Or Thursday mm-hmm. morning? Thursday morning. I think so, yeah. I don't know, sometime uh, recently. Yes, so um, so we're sitting around talking about this, and then I was like, oh, the Capcom thing's on, so let me go turn that on. 
So a whole lot of nothing as far as like news. Uh, and then we get this live performance, which I enjoyed the one at the title screen uh, song. That was good. Uh, very great, beautiful performance. And we get into um, the guy doing sort of like the William Shatner spoken word malice wyvern. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's the I'm pretty sure it was Magnumalos theme yeah. or whatever that it was specifically yeah. towards. Yeah, that's why that's why I called him Malice Wyvern because mm-hmm. he's the thing of malice or whatever. But uh, he was sitting there. Compl- my dad was complaining the whole time about that specific instrument. Like he's like, <laughs> it sounds so terrible and off tune, and that's all he was saying throughout the whole thing. And talking about how. He didn't like this, and he didn't like that, like, the whole time. And I'm just like, I, I, you know, it would have been on the fence for me. I'm not really into this instrument at all. But, like, I just, it doesn't help that someone's here heckling the guy the whole time. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, but, you know, we let him have his piece about it. And, we, you know, we just joked around the three of us about it. And then uh, the news came on, and the news, honestly, was not a lot. Uh, we basically got a name for the vampire dragon. Um, Malzeno. 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 Yeah. I, I was going off of memory. I was very close. I, mean, I got the Mal's right. Um, so Malzeno, which is kind of an interesting name. Um, again, kind of sounds like it's playing off of Malice. Um, but we'll see. Very much still a vampire dragon. Mm-hmm. They, but all they did is show the same teaser and just put his name on it. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then we got a short. Uh, it's essentially probably the monster intro that we normally get of the Shogun Sienatar, which to describe uh, to listeners who are unaware, Shogun Sienatar is a second generation monster hunter monster that is a crab, uh, and we're not talking like a fiddler crab or anything. This is like a crab with like freaking crab, like praying mantis claws mm-hmm. that shoot out and do bleed damage. Usually, usually, um, they didn't have bleed damage in second gen. So, Sasha, with a vampire imagine, dragon. Imagine if someone took a uh, a kingler and cut off its claws, and then put scyther's blades on the end of its hands. That's essentially I, for what some it's reason, like. the only thing I can picture are the like the <clears throat> crab people in South Park. You know, like walk like crab mm-hmm. and talk like people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all I'm picturing right now. That's it. <laughs> um. So, uh, the Shogun Sienatar coming back is is exciting for a lot of people because uh, a lot of people were missing the uh, the crab type monster. Um. I think it's funny that they introduced the weaker of the two, in my opinion. Uh, I think uh, the Diamo Hermitar has always been my favorite. Being more like the shield hands versus the sword arms. Because, um, like, just... it's I don't know, me, man. Sort we of got like... Zamanites with no Zamtrios. The, the world is topsy-turvy. But it's sort of like that... Uh, <laughs> The Pokemon, like, trading off games of, like, having the red and blue, the black and white, sun and moon, and whatnot. Shouldn't have one without the other, but 
if they don't. If they don't, then my theory that everything is just just a smattering of old monsters just thrown at the screen until <laughs> one sticks is just true. <coughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I'm excited as, as much as I am down on the whole prediction of monsters. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, the crabs come back. It's one of the very few uh, types of monsters we have not seen appear. Imagine if we had a rampage um, with uh, Shen Gorin. Imagine how stupid that would be. No. But that's essentially a rampage is just a arcade version mm -hmm. of like what what a Leo Shun fight would have been. Actually, so that, what if and they, that's what Shang no, Gorin no, was, was just a giant no, conspiracy braining it. What if um, they actually did bring him back? Because then uh, with the verticality in the game, you could actually climb on top of its like shell and stuff and potentially mine like the, the Lao Shan Lung Skull. Or, like, get into a notch behind its head and plant a bomb on it? Without a... I mean... Without some serious <laughs> redesign of that monster, it ain't happening. That, that monster was, was made for that generation. There you go. It is clunky. Just uploaded like, to the, it basically to the has pod chat. Sasha. attacks. And three of them are it's stepping. It's basically a twitchy death crab. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking <laughs> at them. They kind of look like if World of Warcraft made Kinglers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're um, they're nasty. As far as like a monster goes, they're the one of the most aggressive things. Um, because this thing does not back down. It's uh, just having fought it in um, a hyper one in Generations Ultimate, not you know, not long before Rise. Yeah, it's it's not it, that crab doesn't mess around. <laughs> um, and then when you get to the uh, the variant one, what's the name of that one? Rust Razor. Uh, Rust Razor, where it can cause bleed, too, by sharpening its blades in the glavinous jaws. Yeah. Ooh, even more lethal. Mm-hmm. So, um, lots of fun speculation to be had by a lot of people, but I mean, honestly, with, with them teasing so many monsters and not bringing them in, I just, I, I, I have no heart for speculation in, in Sunbreak at all. And then they also gave us the, the official name for the castle area to the, wasn't it like the castle ruins or something yeah. as like a map itself? Yeah. Uh, it was also subtitled "Totally Not Castlevania." Wink. Yeah, I was. Aside from it also having that gothic theme, I was I was toying with the idea of it being a map where Fatalis would appear. So we'll have to see. No. <laughs> no. Fatalis will not. No, not there. Not there. Why not? Because it's an actual map and not an arena. I mean, theoretically, part of it could be large enough to be an arena. Uh, I almost guarantee it. It'll be like the, the not-coral highlands we got. <laughs> um, Fair enough. So, I'm excited, but I'm also glad that we didn't get to see too much. Because when, when you realize oh. that Monster Hunter Rise showed off 
in its promotional tier material every single monster that was in the game aside from the two bosses at the very end you kind of get disappointed so i'm glad that we are at malzano and and Cienertar, and that's it that's all we know and well we we still essentially have a whole another year to nine months for them to go and get us there sure but what if <laughs> just think about this what if this is all we got this, i mean i'd be fine with that but i know i know a that, bunch of internet babies out there that wouldn't be that's my dream is that's all we got just to reveal two monsters and here's 90 new monsters here you go have fun like mm-hmm. not 90 obviously that's ridiculous but you know well even if even if they did there'd be like still thousands of people being like but it didn't have this so trash it so it's a trash game boring expansion i honestly don't care about those people and i hope catcom doesn't too <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, they're blotting so away their tears with all their money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll gladly give it to them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking about money, I forgot about this. I want to mention this real quick. There, there was a there was a settlement uh, for the Blizzard saga. So the thing mm. we talked about last week, they they came to a settlement with the government organization and have paid off a lot of money and are developing tools to help women in the workplace for not just Blizzard and uh, HR systems, but also the whole entire gaming industry. Um, they are now heading up funds and donating to charities to help women in the workplace in the video game industry. Hmm. So I think that that was... Uh, I don't know whether that was a court-mandated move that they were doing that, or they're doing that as in a a gesture. But apparently, something good is coming out of this. Hopefully, prevention in the future. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all the development that's happened on that. Um, so I think we're not going to hear a lot about any more of that for a long time now, especially with a the settlement. They're going to they're going to consider it closed and done at least in, in their statements. I'm I'm sure that, you know, mm-hmm. us as public and victim and the victims shouldn't really consider that case closed, but I think that's the way... I think that's the last th- thing we're going to hear from Blizzard on it. Blizzard slash Activision. But yeah, so just that, that popped into my mind real quick. I, I heard that this morning. Um, so other than that... Um, Honestly, I think we can get into our, our, our topic. Um, like I said, there, there wasn't a lot for the Monster Hunter News. I didn't see anything else from TGS. I think there was some fighting game stuff that I didn't pay attention to. Like Tekken or something, something like that had something, but I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. I didn't stick around too much longer. Yeah, honestly. It just... Not normally my genre, although I did buy a game called Tears, Tales of Aria. That's super anime. Mm. I don't. A friend of mine suggested it to me, so I got it because I need to play something on my PS5. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a YouTube machine at the moment. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just been. I mean, I've got Diablo on the Switch and the uh, 
PC. I'm not getting it on PlayStation. I can't. I can't buy it three times. <laughs> Two's my limit. I mean, I might end up having to buy it for Switch twice so Andrea and Jack can play it with each other. Mm. And then I might buy it a fourth time just so I can play it with them then. So, we'll hey, see. you're at half I of my might... Diablo 3 purchases then. <laughs> well, I, I got the... I got the... Uh, what, the full pack on PlayStation, the $60 one, so it includes Diablo 3 stuff, too. Mm. So. That's a good deal if I didn't already have and have bought all of it eight times. I didn't, so I was like, why not? Maybe eventually I'll get into 3. Um, I, I posted a clip, I don't know if you saw, mm-hmm. of me <laughs> defeating uh, the Spider Lady, the first big boss. Where Indar- I'm just Indario? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've, because I'm a druid, I've got my uh, dire wolves with me. Mm-hmm. But you can just see me just frantically running around as all my dogs are dying. And I'm like out of mana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, shit, 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 shit. Um, if you go back to my Twitter at some point, that was my uh, second run through. And I'm pretty sure I almost died again, but I was luckily able to time out my menu pulls quickly to get my mana back and summon dogs and then go in with the crystal sword and finish her off this time so that's the way that's the way that game goes sometimes diablo 2 specifically because you're like oh hey i'm gonna go in this room and i'm ready i'm geared up to fight this boss and you get in there and you're like nope i'm not ready nope run 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 (laughs) (laughs) just I think if I had maybe just been more gung-ho the first time, mm-hmm. I probably could have gotten her with the crystal sword. But I was using the spear, and my spear wasn't, like, super enchanted. It's decent, but, like, not not at the level I think it needed to be. And then I wanted up uh, selling enough stuff in the village to get this better chain mail mm. than the, than the uh, quilted armor that I had. And I was like... Yeah, this will probably go a lot better this time. I still almost died, but I beat her that time. So I I cannot wait till you get the end of Act <clears> Two. <throat> I just I want to see I want to see a reaction clip of you walking into Act Two boss room because in Dariel <laughs> it'll is probably nothing compared to to Duriel. Duriel is all right. Maybe I maybe need... I'll send a while we're maybe talking, I'll send a notification to the. Uh, to the group, to the whole entire Discord, and just stream it, yes. and then just have my audio, and yes. then, and then, and then what it'll probably be is I'll just walk in, yeah, no, and try to walk out and just die. I am going to find this, and it's from years ago. It's a Reddit post I did. I actually made a rage comic, mm-hmm. and it specifically involves Duriel. So, I'm going to find that while we're talking. Duriel is the uh, second boss? Yes. Hmm. I would say... Oh, I have a name. (laughs) Uh, I actually got, like, a chest piece for him. It was actually really good. Mm -hmm. All right. So, our, our topic is games that we should have or could have liked. Um, so the idea here is that it was something that um, 
came up sort of the end of the last episode with Pan, uh, which, by the way, Pan's not here because she, she lost her voice. Uh, it, something about got sick again. I, she mm-hmm. didn't give the exact details as to that, but... Um, so yeah, uh, we will, uh, we will be talking about games that we should have or could have liked because we thought we would do, uh, we thought it would go better. So, uh, I guess, uh, we're going to do three each. Um, but, um, Ace, we'll, we'll have you start out. It's not really a complicated topic, I don't think. We're just like just personal okay. experience of like, yeah, that I did basically not what I expected, or kind of will be the deal for me. All right. Well, my first one, I haven't played, but I know enough about it to know that it's a game that I could have liked because it had all the elements there. Uh, you got your biker outlaws. You've got Vietnam backdrop story. Or Vietnam veteran backdrop story. Everyone loves that. You could have thrown in Fortunate Son and all those other era era songs. And you had a revenge story. So you had all the perfect elements to create a perfect biker outlaw video game. Yes. And then you took it out back. And you beat it over the head with a baseball bat. 50 times. And then you took out a gun, and you shot it in the back a couple more times, and then you peed on it, and that that is what gave us Ride to Hell Retribution. Just just the clips alone I have seen of the fully clothed sex scenes with women that just got out of a potentially sexually violent situation. The driving mechanics where bikes will do random shit at random times and just like veer back and forth across the road without anyone riding them how they will have uh just one one pitch for the engine just constant constant pitch no change with like the the revolutions per minute or the power the power scales going up or anything like that Poorly, poorly acted out or poorly directed audio lines. It, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just like they wanted to create a perfect biker movie and then they shat in the chaps and just sat down on the bike and was like, yeah, that's good enough. Good enough. Cut print. Go. This is a 1 out of 10 on GameSpot, a 19 Metacritic rating. It sounds like a real banger. Right, and like, you've got uh, Days Gone, which I enjoyed, because it's both zombies and biker. Like, I've always enjoyed the, the good biker story. I have yet to watch Sons of Anarchy all the way through, but from the first season that I watched, and then subsequent clips and uh, moments that I've seen from it, I know I enjoy it, but, like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, how could you release a game in this state and not expect this kind of backlash? 
it, it's it's just so sad to see. Sometimes games just go awry, and they're like, "We gotta release it, or it's it's a it's a zero sum." <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of a theme, I think, with my list. So we'll mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, this one's infamously bad, especially the sex scene. Got a lot of oh yeah, got a lot of attention. Uh, if you if you ever watch uh, Angry Joe's video on it, he goes like in depth on it. It's like super exploitative and very, very questionable and disgusting. Honestly, like mm. I I know that in a few instances you literally literally like save them from either being raped or sexually assaulted, and I don't know about like you, but I'm pretty sure the average woman wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let's let's get it on seconds after nearly coming to that experience. Like, pass hard pass. Like not only, yeah. not only dealing with the trauma of that situation itself, but then dealing with the trauma of like the guy who saved you, violently saving you by like killing these people. Because I'm pretty sure that's all you do is just kill people. I don't think you actually knock anyone out. If you think about it, though, is. <clears throat> Basically, how every action star in the '90s gets laid on a movie, though, violently killing the woman's attacker, and then, <laughs> and we can view those from a critical lens now. <laughs> I mean, you could back then too, but it just didn't didn't work out that way. Also, we were kids at that age. Yeah, yeah, and times were different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, it's 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 a it's a trope that they went with that it's like. No, it doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't work anymore at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that game is just infamously bad. So I, I understand why it's there. Point point five out of ten, on principle alone. <laughs> <laughs> point five out of ten. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, so Sasha, what's what's your first one tonight? Um, my first one is Sunset Overdrive. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yes. So Sunset Overdrive um, is not a bad game. I, so I'm not going to say that I, I I don't think that there's anything wrong with the game. I It just wasn't for me as far as like the story and why you're doing what you're doing. But I should have liked this game. This game was like if Tony Hawk Underground had a baby with Grand Theft Auto Vice City and had has like everything that I should love. It had pretty decent, exciting um, soundtrack, pretty good uh, visually graphics, mechanics are sound. You have the option to do things like really, really fast with tricks, style points, all that stuff. But I, the whole point of the story, the like fictional pop company turning everybody into fake zombies. I don't know. I I didn't have any buy-in on it. It, Mm -hmm. I thought it was stupid. I just wanted to explore the city and do like tricks and see how like quickly you could cross the city and 
I felt like if the game went in another direction, I probably would have liked it a whole lot more. Like drop the whole story and just let me let me enjoy what you designed the game to do. Mm-hmm. I probably would have yeah, liked it just, more. Just SSX tricky sk- uh, skill kill zombies. Yeah, and I don't know. I when I was a kid. Uh, and Tony Hawk Underground came out. I thought it was like the greatest thing ever because it was here's Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but also open world. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought I was getting my hands in on with Sunset Overdrive, and it just it just disappointed me. And I never finished the game. I think I probably put maybe a grand total of five hours into it and never went back. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of games that. Um, didn't make it on this list for me that kind of felt the same way where I get five minutes in the story starts and I'm just like, I have nothing that I ever want to see about what's happening in the story at all. Um, one of the biggest ones for me is a lot of people like the Xenoblade series, Xenoblade Chronicles. I got Xenoblade Chronicles to gold edition, which is like all the expansions and everything like super cheap. Uh, and I, I got it and I was like, all right, I'm going to see what people like about this. I booted it up. I watched like a five minute cutscene. I got into the gameplay. I was like, oh, this is, this is rough. I don't, I don't like any of what's going on here. <laughs> and then it was like another five minute story scene. I'm guessing it's five minutes because I turned it off in the middle of that story scene. Cause I was like, I just don't care anymore. Hit home. Close the game. Done. Just <laughs> So I get it with Sunset, like the story getting in the way. That can happen for me a lot um, if I'm really not into what they're saying. Like, I'm just like, nope, I don't care. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Sunset Overdrive, that's my first one. Okay. Should have loved it, did not. Yeah. Um... So for me, um, there are there there's a lot of games that I have tried in this genre, and I talk about it quite often, the Diablo ARPG genre. And one of the one of the series that I feel like I should just love uh, in that genre is Torchlight, and I just don't. And there are so many problems with Torchlight. Uh, one of them being the story. That it just, it feels empty. What story? Yeah, exactly. What story? So here's the thing. It's like, people were like, Torchlight's going to be the next big Diablo when they they first started talking about it. Because it's literally the people who left Blizzard, who Mm -hmm. worked on the first two Diablos, to go form their own company because the things with Diablo 3 wasn't going their way. So it's kind of like, oh yeah, the stars of the show are going to go make the greatest ARPG that ever existed. Yeah, in Comic Sans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now here's the problem. All that really cool story stuff that a lot of people liked, didn't realize it was had nothing to do with those people that left. That's like one of the biggest follies that people have when they're like, oh, do you have a three-story suck? So like, it's literally the same guy who wrote one, two, and three. It's Chris Metzen. It's also the same guy who wrote Warcraft 1, 2, 3, and WoW. It's the same guy at Blizzard who's written mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> like, 
not everything because obviously he's left since um uh since that happened but like it was just and i i I knew that going in that the like and again i normally don't care about story in games but diablo is the one exception for me so i was kind of hoping okay there'd be something cool with torchlight and then on top of that i don't really like how they took all of what i didn't like of diablo 2 and kept it in torchlight all the design like i could go on for days about having gone back into Diablo 2 and being like, oh, this is great, and I'm still playing it, but I'm seeing systems that, you know, we have moved on from, which are, you know, 20-plus years old now in a game where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this just doesn't work anymore. Like, this, we've, we've, this is, we've moved, we've moved past this three times. Like, we've, we've seen three iterations of how to fix this. Uh, and, and, uh, one of the big ones, and, um, I don't know if Pan would have agreed or disagreed with me on this, but I think in a video game, a lot of people want to do the D and D thing of stat allocation. Cause like your stat, like your strength, your intelligence, your decks, like all that kind of stuff is, is very integral to a D and D campaign and a D and D character. But in a video game where you're leveling up and assigning that all the time, it's not great. It's not, I don't ever seen I've not seen a game where that is an engaging form of leveling up mm-hmm. just upping your stats. It's just numbers. And <laughs> I'm I'm gonna argue for Elder Scrolls 3 and 4 here in that there okay. is there's a lot of strategy involved in how you level up your minor skills to get point modifiers to maximize your character's stats. So there, there is a point in some games um, well, involved it, in how you play, but they do I, it a different I agree way. with Torchlight. I do agree with what you're saying about Torchlight. And, but doesn't Torchlight have like the, like a, Skill tree. I haven't played two yes. or three. I've only played the first one. One, two, and three all all have skill trees. Um, and they're not. I'm not against skill trees. Skill trees are just fine. It's it's specifically getting here are your hero stat points to put into strength, intelligence, or dex, or whatever. And a lot of times those directly tie into what gear you can wear, and whatnot. Um, Diablo three really tried to solve this by. They're still there. You don't get to pick what they are. They just level up for you. We'll tell you what they are. We'll tell you how, what what increased when you level up. But that's it. You you don't get to assign points because uh, Diablo two specifically, and, and also with Torchlight, there is a solved formula to what you're supposed to put points into when, depending on your build and your character and whatnot. And if you don't do it right, you end up with a suboptimal character that could potentially make you not able to run content. Could, what shouldn't that be kind of part of the playability the replayability? That game is boring anyway. Like, there's no story. <laughs> it's just rinse yeah. and repeat on a different map with a different painted background, but it's the same thing over and over again. So if you fuck up and you realize halfway through that you fucked up, well, now you learn from it. Try again. Well, way to ruin my it's, experience. That's, that's a lot of what. <laughs> that's how i learned in um dragon Mm -hmm. age origins because that one does have the option to 
spend your points across all of your different um, D&D stats. And I fucked mine up really bad. And I was probably like 30 hours into the game and couldn't get past a, a boss at the end of one of the chapters. And I'm like, I'm, I'm never going to play this game again. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I sorted my feelings out about it because it's one of my favorite games. But yeah, I learned that- from it. Now, there is something to be said about learning from it and doing better, but I think the game shouldn't really kind of lead you astray on such things, too, right? Like, okay, so take, for instance, if 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 um, if you have, like, and I'll just use, I'm more familiar with Diablo 2 as I am with Torchlight, but Torchlight has the exact same problem. Um, at least number one does. I did not experience this problem in 3, um, which I did play recently last year. It unfortunately came out during COVID, and I don't think it did very well. But uh, three is interesting, at least. Um, where you have a barbarian, let's say. Now, what would you think you would prioritize on a barbarian? In the beginning of the game, Strength health and stamina. Okay, I'm, I'm going like to build over... up the stat that modifies my health. Okay, but overall. What would you think between... Overall, it's going to be strength. Okay. And probably some agility, because agility matters. And yes. I, yeah. I'll die on that hill, but... Well, you would be absolutely wrong. Um, you'd be absolutely wrong in that game. Also, don't play as a barbarian. You know how I feel about playing as the weakest party <laughs> member. Yes, yeah. I'm going to play as a rogue every time. <laughs> right. Um, well, here's the thing. Every class wants to do the exact same thing stat-wise. And that is put just enough into strength and dex to use the gear that they want to use and then dump everything else into vitality. Now. Well, you're the. I feel like it makes sense if you are playing as a barbarian because the barbarian probably doesn't have any health generating moves. No, no but I they... do know. I think that the. I think some of the other classes do, so you wouldn't need to dump in vitality. I think if that's what you're doing, you're doing it wrong. Well, here's the problem: the, the every class is, is the accepted way is to do the exact same formula across every class. You would think you'd want more mana as the sorceress. You don't. Mana is not is is fixed by items in, in every way. Like you're supposed to farm for items to to fix your mana problems. Um, I'm sorry to spoil this for you. Uh, Ace. I mean, I know you are going through the game, but this is this is a large gri- gripe for me in this whole like genre. Is they all they all have these stat allocations and they all try to figure it out, and they all fuck it up. There's not. <laughs> I feel like the reason that they fuck it up is because by putting the modifier for equipment on just strength and dexterity, it. it removes the motivation to then build up things like your Mm -hmm. willpower and your intelligence origins addresses this by the modifiers required for mage gear is willpower and intelligence even if it is battle mage gear yeah and and some games do a lot of like yeah mage gear wants this you know warrior gear wants this um wilson i recently played does a lot of that where the caster gear requires, uh, I think, willpower specifically is what they use. And, like, all these uh, different games use different systems. But the problem with Torchlight is Torchlight was just a continuation of everything I didn't like in number one. Now, don't get me wrong. 
If you enjoyed Torchlight, great. It has some cool things. Like, Torchlight introduced the idea of a pet uh, that even Diablo 3 took later on. <clears throat> and now, within something they do in Torchlight, what's the what's the most time-consuming thing in an ARPG? A lot of time is your inventory filled up, you got to go back and sell. You just shove all that stuff onto your pet, you tell him to go back to town, and you can keep fighting while your pet's in town selling stuff for you. And it's just like a cooldown. Like your pet's just gone for X amount of time. And you can actually get modifiers to decrease that time if you like. Like on pet gear and stuff. So there's really cool ideas. I'm not a big fan of the fishing. I love fishing and I'll do it in almost any game. Even if it's ridiculously stupid like World of Warcraft where it's like click and wait for the bobber to go down and click again. Like I don't know what it is about fishing in any game. I just love it. But the fishing gives you these buffs to turn your pet into something else a lot of the time. And it's just like, but I really check Like, one of my favorite ones, um, this might be in Torchlight 2 and not Torchlight 1, is that your pet can be an elk, like a deer, um, instead of, like, a cat or a dog or that kind of thing. You get all sorts of crazy ones in number three. But, like, oh, yay, for a little <laughs> bit of time I turned my pet into a tiger. That makes Sure. But I liked the fact that I was riding it. Like, I had, like, a little deer chasing me around. A little little mm-hmm. buck. Just, like, here's my little deer friend. I love him. And he looks so cool. And then, like, for a little minute of time, he's a tiger. And it's like it just kind of ruins the aesthetic, I think, to me. But whatever. Gives him a buff. Get, makes him do more damage. Um, it's just, like, there's all these weird systems that were like, oh, this is kind of cool. But, like, I just never got into the series. But I did recently repurchase like one and two, um, because they were on sale for like five bucks a piece. So they'll they'll get another chance. But I just mm-hmm. I never really latched onto the system, the the games that much. Like I I remember a lot of people being, especially Torchlight two. There were a lot of people uh, the t- place I worked when that were launched that were like, you got to try this. It's so awesome. You like Diablo? And I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll try it. And I tried it and I, like I played like a demo or something. That's like. A, it just makes me want to play more Diablo three, and I'm kind of tired of Diablo three. Like it's, that's 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 like my my biggest problem with a game like this on this list, is that when I play the game, I'm like, yeah, but the other game is just so much better, even though I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. I'll just go play the other game and get bored in a week and move on to something else. Like, it, it always sucks that when you're reminded so much of a different game that it just doesn't matter, and that's where Torchlight sits for me. Torchlight is forever in Diablo's shadow for me, unfortunately. Um, oh well, but they're still good games if you enjoy them. It's just I'm I'm out of the loop on them. <laughs> so uh, so Ace, your second one tonight. Well, as frequent listeners probably know, I really enjoy zombies and zombie games and movies and TV shows. Uh, Back for Blood this month, sometime. I don't know when, but sometime. Friday. This Friday. Oh, awesome! I'll have to talk to. <laughs> I'll just talk to my friend Jared. And be like, hey, I, I need Back for Blood. I know I haven't talked about it in six months, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and one of those TV shows and media pieces I enjoy is The Walking Dead, um, and this season is going to be their final season. Um. As many know. Oh, God, it's still running? Yeah, dude, they're going. Okay. They're doing their last season right now, and then uh, they've got two spin off TV shows that 
I think one is coming to an end and the other is just starting and then they're going to have like two or three Rick Grimes movies. Um, but everyone knows that now, they also... Is Rick Grimes the sheriff? Yeah. yeah, he's the main one in the comics. Okay. And everyone knows about the Telltale games and those ones are pretty beloved. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine if Walking Dead made a bastard child in the form of a first-person shooter... And imagine that when walkers hoard up around you, you don't immediately die because you're surrounded by them. Instead, instead, you have a fun mini game of get the reticle into the into the proper area, and then you'll kill the walker. Now imagine you do that, but with like upwards of five or more zombies until they're all dead, and you don't die. This is Walking Dead Survival Instinct. A horrible, horrible game in in which you play as uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead. And Norman, Norman Reedus and Michael Rooker both voice in it, but it is a terrible, terrible game because mm. the missions are just so repetitive you Sasha you mentioned repetitive with Diablo 2 Survival Instinct has some of the most repetitive and boring missions um when i first learned about this game it was watching the Rad Brad playthrough on it and there was a section where he literally got hoarded on the back of a pickup truck and just sh- sat there with his crossbow Shot them, grab the arrow each time. Shoot, grab arrow, reload. Shoot, grab arrow, reload. Doing that. That's some Lego doing shit that there. Over and over and over again until they were clear. Oh, man. It is a broken game. It is a boring game. They squandered any chance they had of making a good game that featured Daryl, which is like everyone's favorite. <clears throat> mhm. Glad that you didn't shit on the Telltale games when you start talking oh, about no, the Walking I love, Dead. I, I love like, the Telltale oh, games. Please don't. <laughs> it's just a. It's just a shame that they had a <laughs> bullet dodged on that one. It's just a shame that they had yeah. uh, some poor management and had to uh, lay off a bunch of people and not pay those people, and then a different studio had to pick up the final game and finish that. That was very unfortunate. Did they just spend the whole budget on the voice uh, acting? Was at least the I voice don't know acting exactly good? What it was? Yeah, the voice acting was pretty good, but like, I don't know. I think it was just mismanagement and maybe poor time usage. I'd have to go go back and look at the story to see exactly what it was again. But yeah, that was unfortunate for uh, the final season of the Telltale Games Walking Dead to be uh, sort of in limbo while that was happening. But fortunately, it got picked up by uh, Skybound Game Games, which was uh, partnered with Robert Kirkman. So it was able to get finished eventually, but for a while there, it was yeah. in the air. Yeah, I think I, because I was playing the final season of Telltale as it was being released. And then I remember it was like, I made Clementine kiss mm-hmm. that boy. And then 
no episodes for yeah it was, ever i felt it was like a long ass time and i was afraid it was never gonna happen but fortunately they didn't drop the ball there so we got that but yeah they definitely dropped the ball with uh <laughs> with uh survival instinct um i'm still shocked that uh i think the last time i saw it at gamestop it was still above like ten dollars and i was like how 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 can you justify that you know what this is just like with just like with fallout 76 like you know what this is how can you justify it being really any substantial amount of money Hmm. I'm glad I dodged that bullet then. Although I'm not a I'm not a Walking Dead fan, so it wouldn't have been on my radar to mm-hmm. begin with. Yeah, no. Definitely lacking what could have made the game the game great and added to uh I mean it adds to Daryl's backstory, but I would say kind of hollowly. Didn't really didn't really touch Touch the hearts and minds, I would say. That's a good way to describe it. Halloween. I like that. Yeah, because, like, they <laughs> they have it as, like, it starts out, you're playing essentially, I think, as his dad. And then his dad gets bit by yeah. a walker, or, like, chowed on by a bunch of walkers. And then you take over as him. And there's, like, from what I remember, there's, like, no morning scene or anything. You're just... All right, we're out. We're on the road. Let's go. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that seems a little suspect. Yeah. It's been a while since I've played it, but I will not play it again. So, I don't care. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Sasha, what's your second one? Um... It's Fallout 76. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Another infamous um, one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of just, like, shoehorned in Elder Scrolls Online as well because the reasons that I don't like Fallout 76, some of those are also the reason that I don't like Elder Scrolls Online. Um, okay. But the, my biggest my biggest gripe with both of these games is that I part of what I love in the single-player of these games is my my hoard my collections Mm. (laughs) my weird collections and it's you have the option to pick up things in both of these like 76 and elder scrolls online but then all that you're doing is just like wasting precious inventory space and it bothers me Mm. so much Mm. so that's that is my number one gripe with both of these games um but i I was a person that was duped with Fallout 76. I like pre-ordered Fallout 76. I used my precious personal time from work um, well, to play. I'll make you feel better with my third <laughs> to, to play this, and and I um, my heart was broken that I played for like I don't even think I played a whole hour, and I'm just like this is I... no this the, none of, none of the magic is here. The radio, I, okay. Okay, maybe the radio station makes me a little happy, but other than that, every I'm every so couple of months, I enjoy just going back and watching the uh, meme history of Fallout seventy six and Angry Joe's review. 
slash some of the some of the videos subsequent videos he's made because like just the whole history surrounding that game and all of what bethesda did with it and tried to do with it uh i mean my my favorite and it kept getting worse yeah. it kept getting worse i mean i like the i like the quoting of uh is his name todd the the main guy for bethesda todd uh, 16 yes. times the detail as they have like they shoot it with like soft scrub areas that are like fading out um i like i like the meme the meme ability of angry joe going 15 dollars for fucking blue you are 15 dollars for blue just like losing his mind and like that stupid uh fallout first subscription where they give you like <laughs> yeah. a month a monthly yes. like credit of caps and whatnot and you have access to your own private server that isn't private because as long as someone has you as a friend they could pop in at any time until i don't know if, if they did fix that i would assume or hope that they fixed that but like <clears throat> yeah, I Jeez. I haven't played, but someone was talking on a Facebook group I'm in, and they were asking if anybody wanted to join their private 76 server. So it sounds like perhaps it's locked mm -hmm. down. Yeah, but apparently it was a apparently it was like a a glitch where like if they were on your friends list, because I don't think it was just like anyone could pop in, but it was like if someone was on your friends list, they could just pop in. So if you have some friends that were like really dickish and like to fuck with you they could have like destroyed everything that you have and you would have come back in and been like what the shit where's my shit mm -hmm. my favorite meme of 76 is the guy that's like please don't destroy my things i have a full-time job <laughs> i didn't i haven't heard that one uh but i also love i that's how I feel about it, too, because I I have a very busy job. So if I have precious time to play, I'd like to save my game and know that I'm going to come back to what mm -hmm. I hoarded. And I love all the all right. the outside-of-game controversy, too. Like the fucking the canvas, mm -hmm. the canvas and nylon bag fiasco. And then the, uh, the uh, I think it was specifically the yep. GameStop version of the Power Armor Helmet that in the manufacturing process had mold that was growing on the inside of it. Not like the, not mm -hmm. like the Bethesda one, but like the, it was like a GameStop brand, whichever company they did it with that, that company designed it poorly. And then like they did these, uh, vault survivor jackets that looked almost just like they were tarps and not actual leather. And then they had, uh, the nuka cola rum which looked like it was going to come in like this really sweet like nuka cola frosted bottle glass bottle no it was just a bottle of rum with like a plastic nuka cola encasing just like everything surrounding the game from the marketing the game the merchandise was just like 
completely half-assed and, everything. and just not given a everything fuck. Everything just went to shit. Yeah, everything. Every, everything, I, as, oh, as Angry Joe would, would say, everything is just centered around the idea of fuck you, give me money. <laughs> yeah. See, the problem is... You know, and I, I like I like to try to remember friends uh, that get upset about games. They're like, "How could they do this to me?" I was like, "Because they want money." Mm-hmm. Like you, you for you always forget they're a business, mm-hmm. and this doesn't. This isn't just Bethesda, right? Bethesda is just probably the worst at covering it up, right? Like Nintendo wants mm-hmm. money, so every time they make this decision, it is clearly cash grabby. Like, oh, I don't know. Super Mario 3D All-Stars only be available for a limited amount of time and people are like, why would they do that? And it's like, because money. Like, they're they're, they're driving up a demand um, for no good reason other than they're driving up a demand because people will want to buy it within that time frame because it'll never be available after that time mm-hmm. frame. No, there's no company that's really, you know... At least the giant one that's that's been excused from this kind of behavior, like Capcom. You know, as much as we love Monster Hunter and stuff, Capcom's been egregious about it over the years. Capcom is just like you look at other games, terrible. Monster Hunter is like the one of the few that even didn't have microtransactions for a long mm-hmm. time up until World, and then well, now we have them. But the suckers we are, we still buy those dances. We still buy those yeah, emotes. At least it's all. I know you At least did. it's all cosmetic shit and not, like, core stuff to the gameplay. Like, at least Rathalos sure. or, yes. or Devil Joe, yes. all these other monsters aren't locked oh, behind a paywall. Could you ima- or, or, oh my or God, even better had- yet, imagine if they did that and then also, like, weapons and armor pieces, but put it cat, uh, inside a fucking loot box. Oh, I would ditch the game immediately. Loot box monster quests. No. No. Yeah, I would. Oh my god. I would gosh. quit the series immediately. Oh. Glad they didn't do that. But yeah, no. The, the, even even Capcom is not exempt from doing Well, I mean they crappy They they delved stuff. into it with the uh, Monster Hunter Ri- Riders game mobile but that was only in japan or unless if you had right. got a vpn i think maybe you could access it then but i couldn't figure it out so luckily i didn't get into that yeah so fallout 76 yeah that's a that's a doozy um one second i think i hear a kid at my door so i'm gonna check on that <laughs> and i'll be right back so you guys can keep complaining about that i don't know what's going on oh but yeah fallout 76 was interesting to watch from a non-consuming standpoint because like my third is from the consumer standpoint but like just being on the outside and watching all the all the hell taking place was just like sort of cathartic because of my experience with the third game. I I also had to just take a step back and laugh about it because I 
I spent all that money. I I want to say I got a, like a special edition pre-ordered and downloaded for day one and took my time off of work so that I could play the game. And then I, I think I ended up just playing Fallout 4. Which isn't even all that much better, honestly. I don't love I'm Fallout 4 either. Sure if I go to my local Walmart, they will still have dozens of the regular and the tricentennial version in their game case at the bottom. Because they've they've just had them forever. And like I still see at a GameStop they have it for sale at like at least 40 for even the pre-owned version still and i'm like no 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 how dare you how dare you that's how i think about that because it's a game pass game and as soon as i added it to game pass and i figured that they had added some kind of monthly subscription to it that what what's the incentive to try to give this to people for free yeah because you want people to play for the what is it the monthly caps, pay to play, private yeah. servers for the uh, sense of satisfaction you get at depleting your wallet just to get better things in the game or to get blue. Well, I mean, I Elder Scrolls Online is guilty mm -hmm. of that too. So as soon as you boot the game up, they just pull up that screen of all the beautiful mounts and pets and extra cosmetic things that you can have and it's cost crowns and crowns aren't real money you have to buy your crowns but if you want you could do their monthly subscription and you get extra mm -hmm. crowns yeah so like just seeing that experience and like briefly touching fallout 4 um i w i'm pretty sure i was one of the first adopters of uh outer worlds when that came out that was a pretty quick buy for me. I love Outer Worlds. I really enjoyed that game. It's why I got mm -hmm. Game Pass. But yeah. Game Pass for Outer Worlds, and then I've stuck with it since then. But I still haven't, still haven't started Supernova. I've got, I've got big plans mm -hmm. in my head for it, but I know I'm gonna get yeah, angry. I've, That's I've why I haven't started any it. of the DLC quests either. So I'll have to do those. They are a real treat. They are not what I expected. I was expecting it to just be uh, like run and gun. Uh, one of them's a murder mystery. That was mm -hmm. pretty fun. Um, I liked that one better than the industrial fuck capitalism continuation mm -hmm. on Gorgon. But yeah, and then uh, I'm interested yeah. to see what they're going to do with the second one because they announced that this past year or the year prior. At E3 or one of the bigger reveal conferences. I, I know. <clears throat> that was one I got really excited about. And I'm hoping it's also going to be a Game Pass game. Make me happy about so, that. So, that was interesting. She was upset and crying because a Geodude was wrecking her team. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I had to teach her how to use grass moves. She has an Oddish that was... <laughs> I was like, here, see this move here called Absorb? It's a, It's got this little leaf on it. It'll kill anything that has a rock. <laughs> and she was like, thank you so much, Daddy. You're the best. I was like, cool. Got her some water. Calmed her down. 
kids. They're great. <laughs> yeah, we just we just capped off the uh, Fallout seventy six discussion and led into uh, Outer Worlds, which was a fun experience. I have it. I have it on PC. I got it really cheap. I got it for twenty, I think. Um. So. A pretty good deal. I want to say that um, my my first character I probably played for about fifty hours. My second one I did all the DLC with, and that one was a little bit longer. Hmm. Um. It, it's a it's on my list of things that I want to get playing. I've been doing a little too much Diablo still, <laughs> so. If I wasn't cleaning all day, I probably would have done that. I um, But I have a goal. I have a set goal. I want to do a certain thing I've never done, which is get a character. Well, not I've never done this. I've never beaten all three difficulties. And I want to beat all three difficulties with every class because mm-hmm. I've never done it. So I'm working on it. Uh, I, hit a, I hit a hard wall with the Druid in Hell mode, which is the last one, mm. um, which I got to change my build. But... Anyways, the the Outer Worlds, Dragon Age, and there's a third one that I'm just like I I want to get this done at some point soon. Are just on hold till I get stu- other stuff done. So we'll see. <laughs> um. So, uh, seventy six was your second one. All right. Um. This one for me, um, this is a different one. I've talked about this a couple times, and it's Hollow Knight. Uh, and Hollow Knight is the Metroidvania um, bug. I guess you play as bug mm-hmm. people. It's a very, um, the aesthetic is very black and white. Um, it looks great. It's a beautiful looking game. Um, the, the problem I have is it's just dark. It's oh, oh my goodness she's knocking again <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, I have Hollow Knight on both PlayStation because it was free on PlayStation Plus and then uh, on Switch. I enjoyed it enough. I like the sort of gothic theme that it has going for it. So my husband played it. It does. It's a visually very pleasing mm-hmm. game but I can tell you that's a game that would make me want to break my controller. So I mean, I suck at it, but I enjoy it enough. Um, at one point, I'll probably sit down and give it an honest go through because I think I've currently only ever beaten the first boss and I haven't explored much past that because I've been wrapped up in Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter mode mostly. So eventually I'll get to my massive backlog but that'll be when they stop developing monster hunter games which i guess maybe i won't get through my backlog you know (laughs) i i have quite a backlog as well and then um game pass i started i i finally downloaded game pass on my computer and there's a ton of games on there that i i did not realize so i downloaded um a new game, Medieval Dynasty. Um, and it's basically just like a life simulator in medieval mm-hmm. times. And I suck at it right now. My house has does not have a roof. <laughs> Working on it. It's the middle mm-hmm. of the night. <laughs> but 
I, I already had to restart because uh, I was I wasted a bunch of time pretty much just learning how mm-hmm. to play the game. And then I'm like, well, it's only been an hour. We'll start again. Now my house is almost built, but I still wasted time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of Diablo 2 lately. And then I've sort of gotten back into Rise a little bit here. I re-completed all the event quests and I've been doing some extraneous stuff, so. I downloaded a bunch of stupid, silly, like nothing games um, because my kid will watch bright, (laughs) fun stuff. So I was playing uh, this game called Donut Country where you are, you're you're a sinkhole and you just get larger as you suck Mm -hmm. up more things. It's like a Katamari style game in reverse, I guess. That one, it's pretty cute. Um, But then I got to a boss fight near the end that I was not prepared for. It went from like lean back, just get a bunch of, stuff in the hole to oh no i have to do something i need mm-hmm. to pay attention i'm not having fun anymore <laughs> yeah um and tetris tetris i has think been... i used to play a game on mobile that was like that essentially where you just swallow things in a hole and get larger and then try to swallow other holes that are other players so hmm. i've also been trying to get the last two achievements in Katamari, which I feel like is is a tall order, but I, if I just don't dedicate a ton of time every day, I think I can mentally handle it, but I've got 87% of all you, of the gotta, items that you can possibly you pick up. You gotta maintain that delicate balance. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta manage the, the soothing nature the soothing and satisfying nature of the game with the uh, time constraints that they give you in some of the levels, as well as uh... oh, I'm the, the time isn't the problem. I'm I've been playing it so much that I didn't realize that you could be like good at Katamari, mm. but that's how much I've been playing it. My kid is actually perfect for the time limit restrictions to put on myself because her attention span, because mm-hmm. she's two is you know i think katamari is cool for about 20 minutes so one you know one Mm medium-sized star and then we gotta move on sorry more pokemon problems (laughs) (laughs) um so hollow knight yes so hollow knight uh great aesthetic um a lot about the game that i would like I, i really like super metroid Never played a Castlevania, but I really like that genre of game. The problem is not anything with the game, but about when it came out and when I played it. Mm. And I mentioned this before. It was the height of my divorce. Um, I had learned about it happening, which was against my will at the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in the beginning of like I that had it happened, I had been in a lull of playing games and I was like, I gotta do something to distract myself. So I booted up Hollow Knight and I'll tell you what, this world, everything about it is depressing as hell. And while that fits the aesthetic and what they were going for, 
it was not in any way what I needed that time. It was a circumstance of when I played it that I don't think I can play it again because I have tried to go back uh, since and I can't do it. It is so associated with that time in my life, I just can't play it. So I think had that not been um, the case, I probably would have loved this game. I like all the ideas. I like uh, the the few bosses that I that I played. <coughs> if I wasn't in such a a I don't know in a meh in, in a feeling of meh. Uh, if you ever seen the Emoji movie, that was that was my life at that point. I was meh. I was the embodiment of meh. I'll have to uh, and uh, go into my Snapchat huh? and pull up a video for you and send it into the planning chat. That perfectly subs, sums oh, up dude, my, my feelings on the Emoji Movie. <laughs> hey, my girls loved it. It's fine. Uh, the actor who voiced the main character is not great because he was a big focal point of the Me Too movement. But, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he uh, th- that mo- that movie aside, like that that. It was just a game that came out at the wrong time, had the wrong theme for mm-hmm. me, and I was just, I was just out. I was out, like I got maybe two bosses in, and I just couldn't handle it. I was just done. Um, and like I, I've said on the same side of this story, the game that revitalized that for me, revitalized gaming in general, was Octopath Traveler, mm. which is in a genre I normally don't like, and I normally. It was like complete. It's a game I shouldn't have liked, <laughs> and and it ended up saving it for me. I also actually played, uh, funny enough, Mario Tennis at this time, and uh, there's a funny there's a funny story. Is like uh, I was trying to talk to this girl to see if we could date or whatnot, and she played Switch. I was like, okay, cool. I'll, you know, we'll 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 play some Switch stuff together. I beat her at a match at Mario Tennis, and she never <laughs> talked to me again. And I was just like, hmm, that's rough. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of not equal. It was pretty one-sided. But I didn't want to be like, ha-ha, you're a girl gamer. I'm going to go easy on you. I didn't want to be like that kind of guy. I was like, I'm going to give it my all. Apparently my all was way (laughs) too much. Way too much. (laughs) Take no prisoners. Um, uh, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so uh, that's my number two. Um, sorry for all the interruptions. Oh, no, um, you're good. Onyx is really giving my daughter a run for her money. So. Fair enough. Boy. <laughs> it can definitely be challenging. Um, go ahead, Ace, well, for your third. Well, as Sasha and I were discussing, um, her experience with 76 is much of my experience Mm -hmm. with my third choice, which I've discussed multiple previous times, and I'm sure if I give you a guess here, you'll probably guess it within the first two tries. I honestly don't know. It's been a long time. Outside of, let me let me think about this. Outside of Monster mm-hmm. Hunter, 
I know you have played a lot of the same stuff like Fallout and that kind of stuff. I honestly don't know, Ace. I'm sorry. I have no well, clue. Well, it takes a much beloved franchise and it fucked it up at the hands of one of our most notorious game developing companies. Eat ass. Yeah. Battlefront. Two. Yeah, yeah. Battlefront two. Okay. Because yep. no, I yep. was okay. a naive young phone salesman at Target, and I heard that the first Battlefront or the first new Battlefront wasn't that great, but I thought, huh, maybe Battlefront yep. two will be all right. Ooh, they're centering it around Empire times. Oh, this should be interesting. Hey, there's a $80 trooper version or whatever it is. I might as well just get that for the extra content. Why not? Oh shit, there's loot crates. Oh shit, what have I done? Yeah. Uh, you're, you are apt to compare it to Fallout 76 because it had the same track record of continuously effing it up. Yep. Over and over. Oh, man. So that was $80 that I will never get back. And largely, I, I feel... I remember... Largely, I feel a disappointing story. Because I would have preferred that the sort of baddies that they have in the game... Uh, stayed as baddies, like stayed on the side of the empire, and continued continue to try to fight on instead of doing the. I didn't, I didn't think you were bad before, but the empire is bad, so I'm gonna leave it now. I would have rather, I didn't Versio, just be who she is. Like. Why can she not stay with the Empire? Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot there was even a story oh, yeah. in that game. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're right. Because it, it got bogged yeah. down by everything else, and then they have uh, they had a story conclusion to her character uh, that was developed and came out after the fact, which whatever. I mean, six out of ten either way, but two out of ten for multiplayer specifically yeah yeah i played like i think my brother had it and i played it i played it at someone's house and i was just like "Ooh, this is this is bad this is this is butts this is not what battlefront mm-hmm. was like um oh gosh i i remember vividly so because this was this was another one of those uh i don't know you remember big arguments in your life mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, I remember vividly listening to a podcast, uh, kind of funny games talking about how bad this was. This is like when it was first hitting, like, like the Reddit post that said like how many years of playing it oh, would yeah. take to unlock just, just Vader, not everything, yep. just Vader. Um, like I remember that episode very vividly getting to a christmas party and then like that being a problem 
uh, like for whole other reasons. And then going back home and listening to the rest of that podcast and all of it was just negativity the whole way about mm-hmm. Star Wars. And I was just like, whoa. And this was like right after or before like episode seven, yeah. I think, right? And like I've I've delved into it here and there since they've supposedly fixed it and made it what it was supposed to be. But like it still has like the loot crates and they're for like mostly cosmetic stuff from my understanding, but like it's just too far tainted from how it started for me to really wanna get back into it or like even start like a new a new entire save file just cause like what's the point? Like Well loot crates I think loot crates are okay but they're okay in certain games and for certain things, mm-hmm. I believe. So it's hard to explain because something like Battlefront is not what you want to, for that to be in. Something where you are actually getting, at least initially, not so anymore, but at least initially it was mm-hmm. power. There was absolute power hidden behind the loot crates when they first did it. Um, even cosmetics in a game like that, you don't want to loot crate. Like, I don't think I want to loot crate in a fighting game where you you care about which character you are mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Whereas something like I recently, um, I haven't been playing as much, but recently I had been playing Heroes of the Storm, and we played a little bit with, with uh, Pan and Steve and... Um, uh, my brother was playing with me quite a bit, and that has loot crates, but I think that's okay in something like a League, League of Legends MOBA because you unlock the characters through stuff anyways, and you go, oh, what, I randomly got another character that I maybe not would have used. Like, that works where it feels like an actual surprise, it did okay in Overwatch, but Overwatch kind of kicked off this, this loot crate fan mm-hmm. like, like i don't know if it was Lu- overwatch specifically that, that 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 kicked it off but i remember around that time 2016 is where it really kicked I think, off i think loot and, crates were always within ea's destiny and like just yeah mass effect 3 multiplayer has loot crates as well and yeah you can pay you can pay to play and you're gonna get all of the cool characters with way better yeah. loadouts way faster or you can play for fucking ever and hopefully you unlock it when yeah. you buy and the like loot crate with your with hard-earned sports, credits. sports games no, most notoriously nfl or madden um like i don't know it just seems like they're obviously more concerned about making money than actually delivering a quality con right, quality hey. uh product to consumers like yep there's Yep, that's 100% what a loot crate is. It's just, here's a gotcha game inside of your game to get stuff. And, I mean, um, what's the what's the game that people really like right now that's the anime gotcha game? Oh, um... I don't know. My brother played it. Genshin Impact? Genshin. Genshin Impact. That's, that's loot crates, isn't it? Or in a in a in a, in a form of of that Genshin Impact has been um, 
just the same kind of model of these you know you save up things you get actual characters that matter out of that um and people seem to enjoy and getting legendary characters or whatever that actually do something just it's the whole loot crates and gotcha games are all you know hand in hand and in what yeah. what they do and it's yeah, just and like people have been theorizing mm. for like years that with like this next generation of consoles that like video game prices are gonna go up and i don't know i kind of don't think that they will just because companies will keep trying to make money on the back end and like it's something that like i really despise ea for and don't want to support them because of like i would be happy to pay like 70 or 80 dollars for a madden game if you would just fucking include everything and make it accessible through the effort that you put into the game like why do we need these this weird trading card model that you have to get players and whatnot Mm -hmm. why can't you just fucking make it accessible through either smart gameplay by trading like the actual players on the game like you're actually in an organization or just by like actually playing through multiple seasons and like earning a spot in like the NFL as like a a quality team and therefore getting like more funding from donors and whatnot and shit like that. No, yeah. let's let's just let's just gamble. That's something let's just gamble. Gamble. Give me money. Maybe you get something good. Or maybe I fuck you over. How about that? You like that, right? You like getting fucked over. You like getting fucked over for it, don't you? No, why? Why me specifically? Why are we? Co- <laughs> yeah, it's uh. So I do a little behind the scenes for me. I do behavior analysis as my my day job. And mm-hmm. when I initially was getting into this, um, I was still playing World of Warcraft, and World. Uh, they were hiring for BCBAs. Uh, board certified behavior analysts um, because this is this is a big thing of how you get people to play the game mm-hmm. and keep playing the game mm-hmm. is schedules of reinforcement mm-hmm. yeah gotta have a goal and EA with the loot crates the loot crate essentially I, I have a theory I, it, the conspiracy theory for me is that when you actually buy the loot crate that you're more likely to get better things than you earned it with your in-game currency and you bought it because I can tell you that I got the 5,000 kills in Mass Effect 3 despite my clicker, my counter resetting multiple times um, before I got the Krogan Battlemaster because I wouldn't buy the loot crates. It's also just Mm. like another form of gambling, which doesn't gambling deliver like that dopamine hit or whatever chemical hit that is that like gives you that satisfaction of winning something? Like... There's I mean, a lot of things that go on with it. It's essentially like an ego defense mm-hmm. mechanism um, because the gambler's fallacy that the more that you do it, the more likely that mm-hmm. you are to win. But the probability stays the same yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And d- digitally, it's even more so, right? Like digitally, mm-hmm. it's it's so much more so. Whereas, um, you know, as, as it's been going throughout my adult life i've got more into something like magic and recently into flesh and blood 
in these trading card games that are like gambling when you open up packs or buy a box or or that kind of stuff because you're looking for those rare hits i don't really get a i enjoy if i get a rare like a big hit on like buying a box or that kind of thing like i i just i just bought a box of the newest set um because they got them in uh tales of area but i hit nothing as far as like uh great you mm-hmm. know big hits for that 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 card those card pools and um but that doesn't make me feel bad or whatnot i'm actually getting stuff to play the game i'm going to a tournament tournament but um there is another person i know that you can probably guess who it is who buys a lot more than me of like magic cards and that is straight up again you know a gambler's fallacy now granted he's not you know (coughs) spending more than he should or could um on on them but um the highlight is hitting Mm -hmm. the rare hits uh, the value of a box is directly tied to the money value he's pulling out of a box, and he assesses it as such. Um, and this isn't just a video game thing. Cards, it's a little bit more predictable because they have set guidelines of what rares come in what, you know, like, theoretical order. It's still random, but, you know, you're still... The, the probability is you're going to hit X amount of these and X amount of tries. Whereas a computer random generation it is purely this is the percent chance there isn't the odds don't change from box to box whereas it does in it like a something more set like a trading card mm-hmm. game and i think it tends to get people who like those kind of things a lot too because there is that sort of twinge of enjoyment of gambling and getting the rare hit and that kind of stuff that's why i have never bought loot boxes I have participated in games that have them, like Overwatch, like Heroes of the Storm, uh, and that kind of thing. Uh, even, um, oh crap, Rocket League. Uh, Rocket League has loot boxes now, and they're all cosmetic or whatnot. But, I mean, cosmetics are still value, right? Like you still want to see that cool car on Rocket League. You still want to see. I still want the rainbow boosters with leprechauns. Like, it's just, it, I still want that. Uh, you know, like, like that kind of thing. And as much as they dress it up, it, it does feel like gambling. And that's it, why it's hit courts and been prosecuted as mm-hmm. gambling several places, uh, especially in Europe. So, and EA in particular has gotten mm-hmm. in trouble for that. EA lost the Star Wars franchise partially because of this. Mm-hmm. Because of this game. So, partially. There was other things. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was a spicy number three, Ace. Um, I mean, Fallout was a, was a spicy one as well. Um, so, what's the third one for you, Sasha? Um, third one for me is... Deus Ex Mankind or just pretty much the Deus Ex franchise Um, for me this one really should be checking all the boxes Um, it's science fiction it's role playing Mm -hmm. it's cyberpunk it's I don't know why I don't like it every time (laughs) I play it I just feel so disappointed Um, I've tried I tried the one that came out for 360 I think it was Human uh, Machina. 
well, I, I don't even know. I played maybe an hour of it. Um, and I have not played the one that came out for Xbox One because I, I, I probably should try it now. It's not very expensive, but mm-hmm. I... I did pay for the 360 version Mm -hmm. um, full price because the guy at GameStop talked me into it because I had just got done playing Alpha Protocol, traded it in. He's like, oh, you know, you might like this. It's going to be a much, uh, you know, bigger budget game. Um, Take the stealth that you're liking and Alpha Protocol, you might really like this. So great. I pre-ordered it, went, picked it up, did not, did not love it. And it Mm -hmm. collected dust. On my shelf. Um, how, so I probably did, should try. So how far into playing did you did you realize? So you said like an hour. Maybe an hour. I did. I did the. There's like a little tutorial mission. There's a little intro where they try to do some world building, and there's dialogue. And I got through that. I started exploring some office building, and. And that's that's it. I, I just I I can agree with with hating a game that quick out of the gate. Did I ever tell you about my two worlds two experience? <sighs> no, but please share. I beat two worlds and two worlds two. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I don't care if this is an ugly game. I'm gonna um, do it. <laughs> I was super excited. Right. Uh, this is this is a bonus show to like this because it's everything that I would have liked: sword sorcery, all that kind of RPG stuff open world orcs all of it right i was gonna be like yeah this is this is gonna be the this is gonna be my thing open it up i saw the main character i was immediately out i just saw him like in the opening cutscene, and i was like no it's two or two worlds two worlds the first one because the dude because you didn't get to pick what you looked like at all and he looked like basically like what male shepherd and all the other guys in every protagonist, the rugged, like shaved head male with with scrubbly beard, like I don't care what you say, I'm just I'm gonna do things my way, kind of just dickhead. And I was just like, no, I'm out. I packed that game up. I took it back to GameStop within a half hour. I was like, I'm good. I'm done. Out. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, so as a person who, who played through Two Worlds 2, I can tell you there's a really disappointing... Um, <laughs> yeah. They start building up this character. So there's a female character, and she's half human and half orc, and there's a lot of racism in this yeah. world um, regarding that. And I think she's a princess of some kind, and I think she's like an orc princess. Um but she's like she is very badass, and then she meets your protagonist, and then all of a sudden she's a damsel. And I, oh, that's rough. I feel like she could take him, <sighs> but then rough. she needs to be yeah. So I I didn't love it, but Two Worlds Two was better than Two Worlds One. All of the mechanical problems of Two Worlds One they did resolve, but. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. I no, just, you're that good. Totally reminded me of Two Worlds too. I was just like out 100%. I'm out. No, you're good. I um I probably should go back and try and revisit the the 
Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Deus Ex. I think it's Mankind. Because um, that one is critically well-received. Apparently, the issues that people had with the previous-gen game is resolved. So mm-hmm. I, I should try it, because theoretically, this one should be very, very interesting to me. I love cyberpunk. I love science fiction. I love role-playing games. I like stealth games. I play as a stealth archer pretty much every time that I can. So it's the only I way should to play love this Skyrim. Game. Like Skyrim, that's the number one way. To, you can't get better kill scenes in <coughs> Skyrim without being a stealth archer. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, second to that is the stealth daggers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say I very much enjoy the idea of being a stealth archer, but also an orc in full plate, and that's that playthrough. Because it's like, oh no, you found me. And my axe. <laughs> really? Oh man, I loved that. I loved that. It's that's been sitting in my Switch case for a while now. Being like, yeah, maybe I should play it on the Switch sometime. I don't know. Um, so Deus Ex, I've never played any of them. I just, I haven't. I just haven't. Definitely not in my. Can't say that I recommend it. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. So, uh, my third one is, uh, and I'm just gonna say this: any of the Dark Souls, any of them. All right. Um. I loved Demon Souls. I was a early adopter. Demon Souls and Mag sold PlayStation mm-hmm. Three to me. Um, along with Borderlands. Um, but Borderlands burned me pretty hard on PC, so I didn't get it. Uh, I just didn't. I was done. But um, I was. I love Demon's Souls so much. Uh, my friend and I played it together, and it's hard to play uh, someone, with someone in a game like that because you had to set down your, your little rune. You had to hope you were on the same server because you don't get to pick which server you're on. Um, and then he would, like pull it up and we got through several bosses but then it got too hard to sort of play together both with schedules and just the jankiness of playing together in that um so i ended up like blasting through the rest of the game i enjoyed it i loved it i you know i learned how to play it and then i got dark souls and dark souls was supposed to be the grand reimagining of Mm -hmm. demon souls and i was like yeah this is gonna be great and i started playing it i started playing it it's like wow blocking sucks like blocking an attack just sucks, <laughs> and I just I always I perso- in Demon Souls, particularly I like the idea of the Sword and Shield Knight. Like it was in the intro for that game. I loved doing it. I like being sort of like uh, like the the bulwark of defense kind of style sometimes, not all the time. Um. Uh, and then like. Over the years, like, I, and I played this game and I quit on the final boss. Like, I, I played mm-hmm. it a lot, right? But I was, like, I was trudging through the game. I wasn't particularly in, enjoying anything other than the Monster Hunter-esque style dragon fight. Uh, I don't remember his name. There's a dragon in the sewer. It's like, his chest opens up in this giant mouth <laughs> of teeth. And he's actually a very 
easy fight for me to understand because that fight in particular was very close to Monster Hunter mm-hmm. fights. So I was like, okay, this one I got down, and I beat it fairly quickly. Um, all the other fights were a struggle mm-hmm. for me because everything wanted you to dodge instead of block or parry. Like, like everything was, the answer is dodge. And I'm like, but that's not what I signed up for. Like, that's not, that's not what I was... I wanted to walk up, deflect the giant monster's sword, and stab him in the foot. Like, I, I just... That was the idea I was going for. I could do that mm-hmm. in Demon Souls. That was fine in Demon Souls. But nope. Nope, you just can't do it in Dark Souls. And the more I tried, the more it fought back. And that has been my history with Demon Souls and Bloodborne since, is where I'm just like, I want to go in, I want to play a certain way, and the game is telling me no. And I'm like... Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, well, you got to adapt. And I was like, yeah, but I, I mean, like, I, I understand. I understand. It's trying to teach me a way to play. I'm not into mm-hmm. that way. Right. And there's one point where it worked and it was Sekiro. And I don't know if, any, uh, if you guys played Sekiro. I think you did, yeah, a Ace, didn't you? I just haven't beaten it, though. Uh, so same company, Sasha, if you're unaware. Sekiro is just a different setting and the main mechanic is blocking and deflecting or perfect timed blocks as well. And I'm like, yes, 100%. I'm back in. I, this is what I wanted. And I beat the game and loved it. Like it was just for some reason, I, I'm in that kind of like, cause they're very stressful games. So you're, you're very like almost all the fights are like a one-on-one. Like he could kill you at any point. I'm like, all right, all right, I just want to block. I just I want to, I want time to think about what my strategy is. I want time to be able to defend myself, be safe at a standstill, gather my thoughts, and then attack. I don't want to run up, dodge, 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 stab in the back, run away. Like I don't like I don't want to be that high octane in that kind of game. I'm okay being high octane in several things. Like uh, I love you know like quick yeah, uh, uh, quick kill time shooters like Call of Duty and that kind of stuff. That's a different style of game for me. I'm not, I like I I don't yeah you don't just face off in Call of Duty like hey who's gonna shoot first people just mm-hmm. shoot it just it just happens you just shoot you run around a corner you shoot like but you know I, and Dark Souls in particular I'm just like I want to be able to study my foe and then attack and I, and this is that's how I play even Monster Hunter I don't I'm not like all in all the time so. It just it doesn't it doesn't mesh well with how I want to play it. Yet I loved the predecessor to it, the direct predecessor, same company, and I love like I love Sekiro, but everything like around Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I just can't do it. Like, because <laughs> they're trying to make me play a certain way that just doesn't jive. I don't. I've never gotten into any of those games because I know myself, and I know that I'm gonna get too angry. Yeah, so, that's fair. That's they're just not for me. I uh, you know I, I was talking about the trading card stuff. Magic the Gathering gets me angry. That game gets me angry. So I I stepped away from playing it because um, I and I, I went over. My brother and I have talked about this at length of just how much it's the people for me and not the game itself that make me angry. Because it's like you get a lot of people where I'm at and playing a very smarmy. Like, oh, yeah, I countered your spell. Ooh, ooh. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. And you countered the last seven, too, man. 
I'd like to play at some point. Like, I just, <laughs> like, I, what do you want me to do? Like, just not play? Is that your style? Is I don't play, you play? Like, this is, it gets very frustrating and I get angry. And then it's like, they'll counter, like, the eighth spell. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck everything. I'm gone. Just, I'm done. Have your game. I'm bu Bye. <laughs> so, yeah. I can, I I don't normally get, like, I used to get pretty angry at games, especially when I used to try to do the hardest mode on Call of Duty because, like, I felt like I had to. I did this with Halo, too. I was like, I gotta beat it on Legendary. I got it. It's just like, I'm a real gamer. I could do it. I could do it. And these days, I am not much. I don't. I don't have that 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 pride anymore. That young cocky pride I had as a 20 year old, where I'm just like, no, I gotta beat it. Like I got. I, I remember there was um there was a particular hallway. I want to say this was Modern Warfare 2. No, I never played two. Maybe it was Black Ops one. Is either Modern Warfare 3 or Black Ops one? I got so mad, I bounced the controller off my carpet and actually broke the casing around the right stick. So the right stick, you could just see underneath it. I was just like, ah, oh. because it was like it was a it was a hallway of infinitely spawning enemies. I didn't realize that in that particular mode, um, they never mm. stopped, and I was trying to play it safe and kill all the enemies. And they really want you to just rush through, and it was just like, no, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. So I eventually killed enough that there was a lull, and I got through. It took me four hours in that one hallway, Jeez. but I did it, and that's how I broke a controller. But I, I mean, like, I don't do that anymore. I cannot. I just, like, I understand there is a level where I do get angry, and I just don't want to get that mm -hmm. level anymore. So I play games on normal, hard if I'm very familiar with the genre of the series, and then easy mm -hmm. if I'm not. I'm just... I'm okay going easy now. Or if I don't like how things go. Like, if I don't like how the battle system, I'll do it on easy. Because then I don't have to deal with this bullshit. Um, so, yeah. So that's uh, uh, that's my third one. Any of the Soul series. And just any of them. <laughs> um, and that's been pretty infamous for a, lo for a lot of people on the Discord mm -hmm. and... Uh, some other friend circles of mine, me just not liking Bloodborne because everyone just seems to love that game. So, yeah, it's it's just mechanics for me. Um, so do we do we feel like we have enough time to mention the other ones, or do you want to mention them quickly, or do you have more? That's that's case? all I had. Uh. Um, the only other, I think one that I have is, and I can go real short with it too, is Assassin's Creed series. Um, oh yeah. I, I feel like it's, it's the platforming bits, the, the jumping and scaling buildings that has me not wanting to do it. Um, it's so slow. It's so yeah. slow. I, I will say full disclosure, I have only attempted to play the first one, and that was when mm -hmm. the first one came out. So I, I'm fully aware that the games have evolved since I then, but I've not dipped my toes in it. one and the third one. I actually enjoyed the first one, but the, all the I, side missions get to me. Too much to do. I really want to like them mm -hmm. because of that. Like, I... I 
I think that with all of it being very plot heavy, um, it being woven through different storylines, most of the series when they're not just like churning them out, uh, multiple Mm -hmm. multiples back to back. Most of the series are critically acclaimed pretty well. People like them. The stories are well written. I should really want to play these games, but I don't know. I've resisted the urge. Even when they're super cheap on mm. sale, I haven't picked them up. Yeah. Uh, I do like one thing Assassin's Creed does, and it does tend to touch, touch on historical events that not a lot of people do. Like, what other game have you played that's been a AAA game that touches on the Revolutionary War? Like, yeah. I don't know any. I don't know. No, not anything AAA. But I'm going to say something to think about is called. There's a game called The Council. Mm -hmm. And it is a. It is point and click, but it reminds me a little bit more of like a Telltale style game. Um, And it is set in revolutionary. uh, Post Revolutionary War. um, And. The main characters, well, the main character is chumming up with George Washington and um, John Adams' daughter is like some weird mage. There's, It's got steampunk huh. elements in it. Uh, there, She's been, someone gets murdered and you're trying to figure out who did it. Um, I haven't finished the game. I think it was episodic and I stopped at episode three. But... It was pretty. It was pretty cool for the revisionist history aspect, which is again why I think I would like Assassin's Creed if I could get over a big part of the game. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, have you guys seen this? Is a Netflix movie. The uh, it's like a America. I think it's just called America. It's like a it's like a action anime movie. It is like an alternate history of America, the American Revolutionary War. I just watched this the other day. It is insane. George Washington is the main character. He is built like a cartoon version of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like super big shoulders, like super buff. Um, he has gas-powered chainsaws as his weapon on each arm. All right. Um, his uh his and he is like a, a full-on like bro like full-on like uh if you ever played the game bro force it reminds me of that um where abraham lincoln gets killed by benedict arnold who's a werewolf um and it's it's like gruesome it's got funny horror stuff in it it's just it's such a wild ride of like a hour and a half just crazy anime movie about the like an alternate version of the revolutionary mm-hmm. war you have uh whenever they meet a character they actually have like a splash screen with like their name on them and stuff so they recruit um they recruit this blacksmith and the unfortunate they make jokes about it because uh and they 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 call out like all the sort of like racism of the time too and stuff because they're like this blacksmith is a black guy 
And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're Dame Smith, right? Because you're the Black Smith. And they're like, no, 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 you idiot. No, I'm a Black Smith. I make it's the because of the process of metallurgy, it turns black in the process. We call it blacksmithing because, and then like, it was they play off the white guys as total idiots that have no mm-hmm. idea what they're doing, and it's just like it's really funny. Um, they have Geronimo, uh, the Native American Geronimo is one of the characters too, and uh, there's all these bits about like, oh, so you want me to join you so you can take my land instead of him? He's like, and they're like, well, uh. Not, not exactly. That's not the way I was thinking of it. But if you put it that way, probably <laughs> like, like there's all this sort of stuff there. That's just like crazy. And I can't remember if it was, they were playing off as Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Edison, but one of the two, they gender swapped them to be a, a woman and then also Chinese. Mm. Uh, and they were like, but that's, that's a dude's name. Why is like, there's all sorts of, it's a crazy movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I, it's just crazy. I don't. I don't know what to think of it. It's pure bro humor, though. A lot of times, mm-hmm. too. Um, and all the British are their 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 evil plot uh, is to make it rain tea. And then, uh, if it rains tea, it'll turn all the American citizens British because they're drinking tea. So they save the world by having people drink beer. It's just. The American way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, not what Assassin's Creed does. But I think that'd be a good topic uh, in the future is uh, time periods in history we'd like to see more mm-hmm. games on. Because I'd like to see more personally on the Revolutionary War. Like that time period. Or pre-America. We don't get a lot of that. Um you know, I want to see a lot done better because we get a lot of uh, Western expansion mm-hmm. games. We get a lot of those because I mean, cowboys, duh. Like that's that's been a popular genre forever. Um, so yeah, uh, I do have two to mention. Uh, one of them is a duh because I think everyone had this experience where they wanted to like it. And it's called mm. Spore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going into Spore hoping to get another EVO evolution game fix and i got some weird strategy game at the end that was not really great um and then uh my last one is splatoon uh as much as i love shooters splatoon just Mm -hmm. doesn't do it for me i just don't ever splatoon suffers from the same problem that i have with monster hunter with other games in that genre it's just like i'm playing splatoon and i just immediately want to more solid shooter. I almost after every time I play Splatoon, I will end up picking up Call of Duty mm-hmm. a week later, and then putting that down a week gotcha. later. Like I just, I just something about Splatoon that reminds me of that sort of like pseudo squad gameplay about capturing stuff, and I'm just like I just want to be able to actually have my aim matter and shoot well, and then I do it for a little while. And I'm like, good, I've had my fill, and I'm mm-hmm. done. Like. Splatoon is is just <laughs> it's the Call of Duty gateway game <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, so do we man. have a topic for next week then? Uh not not set mm-hmm. in stone. Um, but I would like to see you know a uh, possibility of like you know games set in eras that we haven't done a lot. 
uh, that was just came off my head talking about. Oh gosh, I can't remember. I'm gonna actually gonna look what that was. That movie. It was funny. But it definitely has a an adult mm-hmm. sense of taste. I hate when it auto plays stuff. Stupid Netflix. Um. So, uh, but we'll 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 mm-hmm. figure it out. Um. Not anything in particular going on next week. I think. We don't really have any big shows or anything coming up, to my knowledge, until Game Awards in yeah, December. Until a while out. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's quite a ways out. Oh, yeah. America, the motion picture. That's gotcha. what it's called. It's crazy. Well, uh, you should watch it, though. <laughs> I think you you in particular would like I'll it. I'll give it a look. All right. All righty. Well, uh, thank you for joining us tonight, everyone. Um, we'll wrap it up here. Good, solid, almost two-hour episode. Um, and uh, all about the disappointing games. <laughs> it happens. Um, so I, 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 we did this last week, but... Uh, I think I'd like to do this again because, you know, I think it's fun. Um, so, the, like, till next time we talk, Ace, what are you going to be playing? Uh, probably going to be doing more Diablo 2 and running around like a chicken with my head cut off when I get into the next boss dungeon that I'm not ready for. Did you see the Rage comic? I uh, found it. It's yeah, I saw it. Chat. I haven't looked at it yet, but I wouldn't let you know my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is from when PSN went down and I was, uh, if you remember that in like 2012, when like PlayStation network was down for like mm-hmm. four months and I was trying to figure out what to play because gotcha. all I had at that time was a PS3 and a Wii and I was, I had a very mm-hmm. crappy PC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sasha, what were you getting into? Um, I, we were talking about this, uh, during one of the times you stepped away, but I downloaded Medieval Dynasty and have been trying to figure that out. Um, it's, it's a pretty new game, so there's not really a bunch of helpful guides or anything online. Um, so I'm I'm trying to figure it out myself. I'm terrible. Um, but it's basically, uh, like a life simulator set in medieval times and you like have to build your log cabin and mm. uh, start. And apparently you can like build up an entire town. And uh, when you get married and you have a kid, uh, that's, that's one of your primary objectives because when you die, you play as your kid. Oh, okay. So, it's like Dynasty. kind of, uh, it's kind of along the the Crusader Kings that Pan mm. really likes. Yes, so Crusader Kings is also on Game Pass for PC, and I downloaded that, but I haven't started it. Um, Pan inspired okay. me with all of her shenanigans, so I. She but I haven't started yet. Way deeper in that game, I played like one match where I was like in a good sitting in Scotland, and I still died horribly very quickly. I was like, "Oh boy, this game is intense." I, <laughs> I do not know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, so I haven't started that one, um, and I've just been playing like a bunch of like nothing games, a Tetris clone, 
um, mm-hmm. etching away at Katamari. I, I'm going to try to get all of the achievements in it, despite mm-hmm. what is probably more positive mm-hmm. for my mental health. Yeah, Katamari is a rough one for achievements, if I remember correctly. It's a lot of time. I points. only... I no, um not on the reroll. Uh, oh, okay. There's only two left. There's only two achievements left. One of them is to get all of the king's presents, which I have three left. That's I've not got I've I've got some angry thoughts about one of them. Um, oh okay. So I, I I put myself on a three three attempt limit per day, and then I'm not I'm not going to do it anymore <laughs> on on one of them. Um, and then the other is to roll up every type of item. Um, which the game does have a really nice tracking system. Um, so mm-hmm. you don't, I don't have to have like pen and paper trying to keep track of everything I've done. Um, I'm at 87% of the items. Mm-hmm. Okay. So make, making, making slow yes. progress. Get there. That one, I could see that last one being rough because if you oversize too quickly, you'll not be able to get certain mm-hmm. items. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, the one thing I d- don't like about reroll is I remember uh, we love Katamari having the the one where you're rolling up the galaxies, and that's where I love to get because like we love Katamari, you don't get that big. You don't, not not no Katamari reroll, you don't get that big. You only get as big as like a continent. So, um, yeah, when you make when you do the last level of the make the moon, um, I think that I rolled up just about everything on that map. I was pulling up like islands and mm-hmm. I, I pulled like giant squid out of the ocean. I mm-hmm. rolled up Godzilla. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I like, I like reroll. I just, I remember we love Katamari having more stuff. Although I really, really, I dislike, there's a level where you have to keep the, the Katamari lit uh, with firewood. Like you had to keep a campfire going. That one was just, insane and there's like there's a crazy one it's like only roll up bears and i'm like because you got to make the earth that's the one that i've i've got some thoughts about it's that the level's over when you hit a bear but there's fucking bears everywhere yes (laughs) part of the difficulty those are same thing with the cow and i uh yeah yeah (laughs) thoughts yeah and it's like and it's like kind of and sometimes they're a little vague on what counts too. I remember there was one, it's like Virgo and you couldn't like roll up a virgin, but it's like, what are they counting as a virgin? Like you hit like one of the cows or something. I remember and this is, we love, this isn't reroll. This is like, we love Katamari. It's the, one of the sequels. And I was like, I hit this cow or something and it like ended the level. I was like, how was I supposed to know the cow was a virgin? Like, how was I, what, like what kind of logic is this? Oh man. It's it's a goofy game, but yeah, when you get into the more challenging stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's a little frustrating. So I get that. Um, obviously, I'm probably going to be playing more Diablo. Um, I've got a I've got a hefty goal to get to. My brother and I have been slamming for, through it pretty well, um, but with him gone, I have pretty much stopped all progress on it. Um, so I've been playing other things. Uh, so I am still working on our Bickering Bucks game, which is um, No More Heroes Three. Um, which is insane, um, insane anime game. Again, I get outvoted on these things a lot. And then, uh, I've also still been doing that crazy cruising, uh, blast game where you get to race as the Triceratops, just trying to 
upgrade everything and win every race. I'm very close to winning nice. every race uh, with gold. I'm on the hardest difficulty, and it literally does not matter if you use boosts. Other cars are faster than your boosts, so you have to like perfectly nice. race. <laughs> no hitting walls, perfectly drifting around every curve. It's it's pretty intense at the last difficulty. Um, and that's probably be it. Again, I've been more into the card game stuff lately, so not as much video games. Like, I just spent a good six hours this week mm. sorting cards, alphabetizing and colorizing them. Oof. Like, I don't normally do that, but it's easier to get find stuff yeah. when you do that. So, oh, well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, next week we'll talk about something and uh, hopefully Pan will be back and I think it'll be all four of us I don't know of any um, pre-engamers of course mm -hmm. things happen you know, things come up um, so I'll see you guys next time and later bye bye bye